Meanwhile, at the Hall of Cage. Caging Greatness Season 3. Loading in. 3, 2, 1. Nick Cage smooches good. Rule number one, don't worry where you live. Rule number two, don't write anything down. Well, I'm one of those fortunate people who like my job, sir. Got my first chemistry set when I was seven, put my eyebrows off, we never saw the cat again, been into it ever since. Sometimes I let matches burn down to my fingertips just to feel something, anything. People don't throw things at me anymore, maybe because I carry a bow around. I just stole 50 cars in one night. I'm a little tired, I'm a little wired, and I think I deserve a little appreciation. I should always trust my instincts as a shamanic thespian. Tool up, honey bunny. It's time to get bad guys. Sorry, boss, but there's only two men I trust. One of them's me, and the other's not you. No, no, no one has this rated on my little box. Oh God! <laughs> like n- yeah. none of my mutuals on Strike my first. Right. Strike while the iron is hot. Yeah, I need to. When did this come out? A couple weeks this ago. Sh- uh, yeah, like this sticks? this fucking week. Uh, like on streaming. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hold on. It was filmed in 2021. Well, I mean, I I saw it like on the coming up thing. Into the mic, Frank. Oh, I didn't know where we're going. We're always recording. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Caging Greatness. (laughs) The first proper episode of season three. Oh, yeah. And we are here with a special guest who subjected himself to this for some reason. Why in the uppercase fuck did you invite me to this goddamn thing? Are you kidding me? Frank, you invited yourself. I swear to God, you said we were going to watch Raging Arizona. You have done this to yourself. Oh, for fuck's sake. The things I do for you kids, I swear to God, I just... I just come out here to hang out and be friendly. I bring the crunchiest chips... <laughs> it's just and you. It's just me, you, and Cannon. You should know by now not to interrupt Cannon when he starts doing Frank. Oh. Yeah, shut the fuck up. I'm doing a bit. Okay. But <laughs> I only see three of us here. I don't know what the fuck. Why I'm always out here in the corner over here munching on crumbs. Me and Abaddon playing fucking tic tac toe on this godforsaken Abaddon on this floor. <laughs> yes, is- we are here. For your listening pleasure, let us into your ear holes once again. (laughs) Let us do the damage for you. (laughs) (laughs) Now, if things have gone smoothly, you were already greeted with a new season three Caging Greatness theme song. It's one of two. I don't know which one it is, but I guarantee you, whichever one it was, I fucking hate it. (laughs) <laughs> not happy with either one you came up with I have never been happy with a single thing I've ever made in my life that's fair enough except for maybe that Modoc I drew that one time not even uh, that ham sandwich you made the other day no it was subpar the bread was dry and I didn't put enough mayo on it the, the bread being dry is not your fault though yeah, still the mayo would have made up for it anyway we yeah. are here I mean the bread being dry would be a, a fault of uh, improper bread tie twisting but the, oh, uh, I mean, yeah. It was older bread. You know, yeah. I, I keep forgetting I have sandwich shit. So yeah, 
It's not one of those desperate times where you had to go for the heel, right? Right. I mean, I don't know. I am not against eating a heel. No, he I like it. the heel part yeah. of bread with peanut butter. I like it for peanut butter sandwiches because the extra crust doesn't make it as, as goopy because I prefer creamy peanut butter. Yeah. Creamy is the d- dreamy. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've always been told that choosy moms choose Jif, but Peter Pan is the way to go. No. I don't know if I've ever like picked like a set brand of peanut butter. Yeah, mine I just varies. Like. Peter Pan honey roasted creamy. Ooh, honey roasted. Yeah, mm, that's, that's the good, good shit. That's, uh, that's, that's a that's good the list. one. All right. Well, look, we have to talk about this movie. <laughs> what? <laughs> but we were just going to talk about peanut butter I, I, I for an argue, hour. I would argue that point because uh, numerous previous po- podcasts <laughs> have proven that incorrect. Yes, but we only don't talk about good films. <laughs> Unfortunately, we have come together tonight to watch the new Nicolas Cage Western, The Old Way. Wait, y'all didn't enjoy this movie? <laughs> um, you did? <laughs> y'all didn't? Wait, I'm, hold on. Fucking, fuck, hold on just a second. We're going to start the year off like this? Well, I mean, we had to take a big steaming pile at some point. Well, Might, as well divided? Just Might as well get it off at the beginning of the year. Look, I didn't hate <laughs> It wasn't that bad. It's not the worst. It's not jujitsu. No. It's not left behind. It's not Zandali. Because oh. what the fuck could be? <laughs> Our third most listened to episode of 2022. Goddamn Zandali. God. What? People just want to hear us suffer. That was our third most listened to? Third episode? most listened to. Man. Behind uh, the number one was our Dragon Con report. Yeah. yeah. And then number two was uh, something else. Commando. It's fucking Commando. Hell yeah. People wanted to hear us talk about Schwarzenegger for my birthday. But maybe it was, I mean, people, it was your birthday. People yeah, love Commando. So. Yeah, people want to wish you happy birthday, too. I guess so. <laughs> but tonight, as I said, we watched the old way. And so we're going to do what we used to do the old way. We're going to go around <laughs> in a circle. Oh. And we're going to give our ratings and a brief... Uh, a brief review of what we thought of the old way. Canon. Yes. My dear, dear friend. Is her. What did you think of the old way? Okay. Y'all remember earlier um, when I was like shocked that y'all didn't like this movie? Yeah. Yeah, that was a bit. <laughs> uh, I, yes. <laughs> in case you couldn't no. what? Um, I'm not going to lie. This is the most boring Western I've ever seen in my life. Like, Did you see I, Wyatt Earp? I have not seen Wyatt Earp yet. Okay. No. <laughs> Kevin Costner's Wyatt Earp. No, Kevin. Yeah, but they don't have... Um, it's like three and a half hours. Of not Tombstone. I bet that would still somehow seem shorter. Than this. <laughs> this was an hour 35. Yeah. This was an hour 35, and I kept, like, just catching myself going, oh, this is it. Nope, sure the fuck wasn't. <laughs> but, uh, God, um, is it the worst thing we've seen? No. It is far from the best. <laughs> kind of... Uh, sniffing one of the most mediocre things we've seen <laughs> on the show. Oh, God. I don't know. Um... Uh, star and a half. I chuckled a couple of times. <laughs> I don't know if I was supposed to, but <laughs> so that's one and a half stars out of five. Uh, Frank, what did you think? Uh, I mean, I didn't. I didn't go into this with like super high hopes because this was a direct to streaming. No, it hit no, the theaters. Did it? it yes, just came, it came did. to streaming like okay. a week later. But it is a January release, so... Ah, dumb one. I I saw zero advertisement for this movie, 
So I just figured it was a straight to the streaming service thing. No, nope. if it's a it's a theatrical release, I'm going to have to change my opinion slightly. <laughs> Hot, hot roasted garbage uh, uh, and that as as a direct to streaming thing it was man <laughs> as a as an actual theatrical release if we had paid money to go see this in a the theater i would be angry i mean i did pay money to rent it i'm angry for I'm, you i'm sorry <laughs> This is what I do for content. This show has been in the red since it started. <laughs> buy a shirt, you fuckers. Yeah. All you fuckers listening, you go buy some goddamn merch. ASAP. We still haven't even made up for me renting jujitsu. Get the fuck off it. We're actually going to have to do a real call-in show. Give Patreon tears. That'd be kind of funny. Though. The first year should be called Let Us Pay for Jujitsu. <laughs> we haven't made $4. Fuck. <laughs> No, I had to buy jujitsu. Oh, that was ooh. twenty. Oh, oh. Yeah. yeah. The first tier definitely oh. has to be jujitsu tier. Yeah. <laughs> God, oh. that's upsetting. And remember, we only get maximum four dollars per shirt. Usually they're on sale, so it's two dollars per shirt. <laughs> Fantastic. So oh. Frank, uh, you're rating for the old wave. <laughs> Uh, Five stars. I fucking loved it. <laughs> I, I'm going to hurt you if you do that. <laughs> Normally, I let the impression go with wh whatever direction you want to, but, you know, that's, that's too far. No way. Too that's, far. That's too far. Raising Arizona wishes it was this movie. I swear to God. <laughs> uh, seriously, I, uh, you know, I kind of like Shimmy. I tend to rate things higher. And I mean, it wasn't the worst thing we've seen, but it's not a good Western. I, w I would give it a two. Just mm. for the crap, the, the crappy dialogue alone that made no sense whatsoever. It's fair. Every, right. It seems like every character in this movie is completely insane. Yeah. Uh, okay, so that's two out of five. <clears throat> so far, we're at a three and a half out of ten, Jeremy. Uh, so, you know, I think the the title for the movie is appropriate, The Old Way, because it got old real fast. <laughs> like, man. Uh, it got old way too fast. Yeah, for, for sure. Like, man. I, it, it doesn't help either way, because, like, I think, like, on Saturday, I'd actually watched, like, a couple of Leone, like, Western, Westerns, oh, really? and I was just like, oh, yeah, some spaghetti Westerns to prepare myself for this really <laughs> shitty Saban release Power Rangers bullshit <laughs> fucking no. Western film. Uh I, I'm going with a star because oh, and only wow. and only for Gage. Yeah. <laughs> and the fact that I can tell that he was probably and maybe the bad guy were only the two people who gave a damn about acting in this movie. <laughs> and even then it partly felt like Cage was sleepwalking through this movie. Like for his character, he has to be emotionless. That's part of the character. Yeah. And then, like, he, there's a scene of the fire where he breaks down. I thought that was really good. He did well mm. as someone who's not used to emotion showing emotion. <clears throat> um, I, this, it was an hour and a half. Mm -hmm. I still say that, like, my standard for bad movies that don't feel like they take a long time is gaudy. I still don't think Gotti was as bad as a lot of shit that we rated higher than Gotti. Because Gotti, at least, 
like we watched it. I was like, this every scene is like six minutes, so you feel like you're really just clipping along, right? So that helped. This <laughs> this felt longer than Gotti. Uh, I thought Cage was good because he's always good. Uh, the, the kid was fine. The kid actress, she's she's fine. I, I genuinely. I thought the bad guy did really fucking good. Yeah. Especially for a dude with no Wikipedia page. Oh, wow. Like yeah. the main baddie? Yeah. Yeah. Like James McAllister, like the main dude. No Wikipedia page. I thought he did really fucking good. He, he was I've menacing. Seen, yeah, I've seen him in stuff. I recognized him, but I have no idea who that he is. He seemed real familiar. Yeah. But I, I don't know. Like I haven't checked his IMDb. Yeah. Uh, but I, I really liked him. I thought he did really well. Yeah. He and Cage and even the kid... And then you throw in the the you know the, the side dudes like fucking Clint Howard, <laughs> Clint Howard, yeah, the second highest paid and, guy. Um, Abraham Ben Ruby, who is always good character actor. He's Big Mike. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, you know like you take those five and you give them a good script. And I think you could have made a really fun adventure western of Cage and his kid just around chasing down bad guys like oh I'm a marshal but I've got to bring my kid because reasons <laughs> like true grit basically well, true grit I was thinking funnier. the whole time <laughs> like true grit but fun because it's got the goddamn like mechanical the city slickers music in half of these scenes like I gave it two stars because like I, I, there's the germs of like two really good movies in the six that they smushed together for this. <laughs> six movies in a trench coat. <laughs> like the, the the Wikipedia page doesn't even have the plot summary. It just has it has like the synopsis still. So like there's no summary of what happened on Wikipedia. It's just like the yeah, Nicholas Cage and his kid tracked down his wife's killers. Okay, cool. That, yep. that, that describes the movie. They yep. got done shooting this movie Christmas 2022. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I saw the Wikipedia. The only blurb on the Wikipedia thing that was of interest was the production notes about. Yeah, so <laughs> you guys know that movie called Rust, where Alec Baldwin murdered that poor woman. Yeah, the manslaughtered. He didn't. He didn't mean to kill her, obviously, mm. but he fired the gun and she died. Well, the armorer on that movie was uh, the armorer on this particular film, hmm. where she was chewed the fuck out. Because of improper safety things that caused Nicolas Cage to be angry enough to storm off set. Huh. Yeah. She was then hired for Rust, where someone died because of her. Yep. Ooh. <clears throat> Rust. So. Get that one out of the way. Yeah, just, <laughs> just go ahead and just. No one died on the making of this film. Let's just rip that mandate off. Except my spirit. <laughs> But yeah, basically, this is the plot. Nicolas Cage is a gunfighter who retires because he meets Evil a nice lady. Gunfighter. And and they have a kid, and then the son of a whole fucking family he killed finds him later. It's like, ah, revenge. And so dude kills Cage's wife. So Cage takes his kid on a mission of vengeance. There's also a U.S. Marshal who is one of the worst actors I've ever seen in my life. And highly an actual inept. film. <laughs> As a U.S. Marshal? <laughs> um I want to find this guy's name. Uh, his name is Nick Searcy, and I say this because I disagree with you wholeheartedly on that one. <laughs> <coughs> he, too, is a character actor. has been in a lot of television. Oh, okay. And um, I thought he was one of the best uh, actors in this fucking movie. Uh, mm. That's just me. I-M-O. 
okay. I did his name right, didn't I? Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, uh, Cersei, I, I think. I think it was more okay, of let me take up the back. dialogue than the actual I've seen skill. him in many other things. The mustache threw me off. Yeah. He is quite good in other things. In other things, yes. Whatever yeah. happened here. <laughs> it was a mustache. It got in the way. <laughs> like this script. Uh, when I say script, mm. I'm pretty sure it was a series of post-it notes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. The dialogue oh. is so <laughs> bizarre. It's like there's there's no other word to describe most of this dialogue. It's bizarre. The speech that Cersei gives to Nicolas Cage where he says, like, hey, I know you're mad about your wife, but your daughter needs you. Don't go on a mission of vengeance. It's so long and rambling and repetitive. It's like three and a half minute speech that could have been four sentences and would have been better as such. Yeah, that last little line was all he needed. Yeah, just like, just hey, your kid needs you. Don't go down this path of the man you used to be. As long as your kid's alive, you got to be there for her. That's all you need to fucking say. It was literally like three and a half minutes. He said the same thing like four or five times. And everything that the sheriff had to say was that. Like that was all his dialogue. And then Cage's dialogue was, er. And, and then the bad guy, whose name I, I forget, he was just menacing and weird. But he was he was really good. But his dialogue was like kind of shitty but he was really really good well the kid nailed it for that because he did this big speech to her yeah when they captured her, he goes she goes oh i get it you're insane yeah that was great <laughs> yes because he totally I'm yeah. listening to him the, talk the dialogue is like well, the, well he's the devil but i'm also the devil and there can't be two devils so we got a devil devil <laughs> devil that devil. was so funny the whole stupid. time he gets talking all i can think of is sir please quit fapping and like he's he's th this poor bastard's doing his best he was <laughs> and again Nothing but the highest praise. I thought he was the best part of the movie. Yeah. I genuinely liked him in this, and I'd like to see him do more things. <clears throat> but the, the dialogue was it was so it was so well, bad. Yeah, nobody nobody had really nobody had good lines in here. And I feel like uh the writer was swinging for the fences with like a certain like like that uh two devils line that was said close to the end <coughs> of the film. Like you yeah. know that was supposed to be like you tell them how I'm coming and Harold's coming with me. Yeah. Like, no, it was no. lame as fuck. Mm -hmm. Especially and since we're still talking about that guy's performance. Droppeth the fucking ball at the end, okay? That was so lame. I did it! I got yeah, it. He told you what well, <laughs> did it. He totally <laughs> dropped character for that end. It was not at all the character we was like, he, I know he was happy and excited that he finally got his man per se. Yeah, he he shoots Cage in the face in the chest. Cage dies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, <laughs> see, like that part, we do that. <laughs> I I liked that part. And here's why. Like this is here's why. It felt like. That was the real person who was just the kid who watched his parents die. And everything up that we saw through the movie where he's trying to be Billy Badass with his gang and like, you're not trying to like fuck on me, are you? And all of that shit was just him pretending to be what he thought a, a villain is. And then when he actually kills Cage, he's like, I got him. That's the <laughs> child that this bitch has always been. Because as soon as Cage killed his dad, that's where he stopped. That's how that felt to me. And in a better movie, that would have been the point. <laughs> like that would, it would have made yes. much more sense. But all it did was make him sit there and go like, I killed him. I killed him. And then his daughter shoots the dude in the chest. He's like, oh, you shot me. I'm not going to do anything even though I am holding a gun in my hand yeah. at this particular moment. 
I'm going to stand here and look real surprised and call you a monster before you shoot me in the head. Yeah, Bang. Like, oh, damn, I'm dead now. Then she double tapped you. <laughs> <laughs> Kablammy. As, but, like, there's, there's so much in this movie that could have been made into a good movie. Yeah, see, there were, there were several choices like that. Like Cannon said, it was just kind of wildly out of character. Also, even though I know they were like going for a moment when Cage died and his daughter was finally like, I really love you, Dad, that wasn't the character she was proposing through the whole movie. Because his whole thing was, I've never known fear. I'm dead inside. I don't feel inside. Your mom's the only one that ever made me feel anything, and that's why I got to kill this guy. I don't really care about it, Obviously, he didn't really care about her too much because he pointed a fucking gun at her at one point, yeah. like considering shooting his daughter so he wouldn't have her to deal with. Yeah. And then at the end, she's all crying, and my daddy's dead. It's like if it had you know the emptiness had taken over her at that point and she had just coldly got up shot that guy and when the when the marshal came in it's like i'm taking my money and i'm going <laughs> that would have been a much better ending to me i'm going back to run my dad's yeah. store well, this, it, like this reminds me a lot of like like in terms of like scripting like uh, so it, like amazon has this bad tendency to green light things and just force like scripts on people that just don't read well at all. Like, so a great example is there was a show that I saw that was, they got like that announced and it was uh, the guy who directed the movie drive, which I love with the lead scriptwriter being Ed Brubaker, who I also love. And the series was called only the good die young. And I was like, well, hell, I'm, I've got to watch this. It's going to be like super noir. I watch it, and the line delivery in that entire movie, or that entire show, is hot shit. Like, I could not finish that show. And it, that the line delivery in this movie felt like, like people were would speak, say their lines, and there would be like no break between lines, and they would just immediately run it. Like, they were literally just like looking at the script, being like, yes, I killed that man. Oh, my God, I can't believe you did it. And I was just like... The, you, I, like you feel like the entire cast was might have might have looked at the script and was bored with the script too, and maybe been like <coughs> tried to talk to the director, but the director was like, "Nope, stick to the script. Got to do the thing." The writer only has like two previous credits yeah. as a writer. Um, the the director Neil Breen. No, he has more than two. He has several previous director credits, and none of them are. Good. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's like, it's like we mentioned shot. it earlier. They're like, there are a lot of moments in this movie where there are a lot of unnecessary dialogue for just things that, <clears throat> as human beings with eyeballs and ears, we could have caught our fucking selves. Yep. Like, like, uh, like the biggest example to me is there's a moment in like um, close to close to the end of the movie when Nicolas Cage is giving this big speech about how he has no feelings and how he's dead inside and how no fucking shit. We knew that the whole goddamn time. <laughs> and I'm also like uh, kind of laughing inside a little bit because like both of them are sitting at this fire, like crying at this moment. And I know it's supposed to be like an emotional moment. Yes. They're talking about the, the his wife, her mother is gone and they're just like, I, I guess like, oh, here are the feelings now because that was the only person in their life that, you know, gave them feelings. But still, it's just like a little bit just ham-fisted, you know. 
Just like, let's just, you know this, but let's just tell it to you anyway. One more time. The whole movie was tell, not show, and then exposition dump after exposition dump. So much exposition dump. And and not very well done. It's like in bizarre dialogue that really didn't seem to make sense. And again, there are bits that I thought were really good. Like like when Nicolas Cage comes out, he's been shot in the arm. Uh, Clint Howard is holding his daughter at gunpoint, and the bad guy's like, "We're gonna settle this the old way." It's like, ah, I said the thing. Said the thing. <laughs> he comes out, and, and bad and dude's like, "Ah, I bet you're surprised to see me. You remember me?" And Cage's like, "No." Yeah, I thought that was great. That was great. That was awesome. Like, of course, why? Would, it was a fucking kid. He looks his tw- twenty years. Like, why would he? So Cage died, never knowing who this some bitch was. Yeah. Like, there's there's bits. There's tiny little bits that I really really liked. And it's just surrounded by this vast desert of shit. <laughs> like, it's, it's like, it's just the Sahara Desert. And then right in the middle here, there's an oasis with a little tree and a tiny scummy pond. And there's another one 17 miles away. And, oh, here's, here's the oasis of this bad guy doing his damnedest to make an actual career out of this shit and failing miserably. But you know what? There's water there. <laughs> hey, yeah. Well... Uh, going on, it's occurring to me the thing that uh, Cannon said that, that were a couple parts that made him laugh. Uh, the two parts that I can think of are basically the thing and then the callback. It's the idiot that goes into his shop oh. with the long story about how his ma made a pie with apples that grow next to an outhouse and the apples tasted like shit and made everybody sick. And you think, you know, he went on this whole spiel about how the outhouse poisoned the. <clears throat> And me, you can see the look on his shopkeeper face of every retail worker ever that's had to listen to some <laughs> idiot customer explaining their life story when all you want is, what the fuck do you want? Get out. Get, get out. <laughs> and that was pretty funny. He went to get the thing for the guy. And then a ca- the callback to that when he sent his daughter into town as a distraction and sent her into the, the, the mercantile store to do the exact same thing to that merchant. Yeah. Which okay. I thought was her best performance in the movie. Yeah. That's just me. pretty good. It I'm not good. saying she was bad, but that was her, fuck, in my opinion. I was like, yo, I see what you did there. You paid attention to everything. Yeah. See, and, it go, and again, another, what Shimmy said, there are little bits in here that fucking work. Like, like she obviously... Uh, same as him. Like, he had to pay attention to other people to figure out, ooh, how to act, quote-unquote, normal in society. I mean, and she's, like, listening to this word, this dude's yeah. words verbatim and, like, repeats it in this fucking situation. Yeah, like, like Shimmy said earlier uh, about the, the interplay between him and the daughter, like, them learning things, yeah. would have been... A great movie. Mm-hmm. Them traveling, you know, chasing these guys <laughs> and him telling her, you know, I'm dead inside. I've had to learn to pretend to feel the things that other people feel so I'm not an outcast. And, and let me teach you how to do that because she obviously is the same way. That would have been much more interesting if they had gone into that, but they did And not. when she went into the, the, the shop, the, the second shop in the little, the smaller town where the bad guys were, she goes in and she pauses for like a few seconds because she's just staring out the window and she doesn't know what to do. And then all of a sudden you see it clicks. And she immediately goes yeah. into acting just like the idiot from the first part of the movie. Yeah. yeah. So, like, that was, was really good acting. Yeah. yeah. And it's just another tree in the oasis <laughs> in this exactly. wide desert of shit. Exactly. There's this like wide desert of outhouses oh. next to apple trees. Uh, spe- speaking of deserts of shit, like, uh, I, I love me a good Western. 
love me a good western. That being said, gr- granted they tried, and, and please stop me if this doesn't make sense. But why did this come off like one of the cleanest looking <laughs> westerns? Oh yeah, ever. Like I mean, they had dirt, they had sand, they had like you know the old wood shacks and whatnot. But still, everything just looked like very TV soap operish. Yep. Because like, the you budget know, was nothing. Yeah. Nothing. That, that, it was spent on nachos. It was that spent second, on Clint Howard. He doesn't come cheap. <laughs> that second town. <laughs> God damn. That second town was clearly a set from another movie because uh, <laughs> there towards the end, I caught it. And I was like, no, that's that clearly can't be what I think it is. There is stuff in the background that they have just thrown sheets over to oh, like yeah? cover up. Not oh. to mention... This was a western town that had cafe with the accent mark off to the side. And I'm like, I, I don't know if those existed in the old west, sir. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure that if you had gone to that final set and just looked around the backside where you don't see, you would have seen the first town from the first part of the movie where Cage's store was. It's all yeah. the same little city. But, Has yeah, to like, be. When they're standing there and he's got like the gun to the daughter if you like looked off just it was like i caught it the first time and then i was like no and then when it cut back to the shot again i could clearly see stuff and you could just see like a brown like sheet just thrown over it and i was like (laughs) that's so bad yeah they just they had no money it's so lazy tell you what you got to give it to old clint howard though you got (laughs) to respect the grind not riding on his brother's coattails whatsoever (laughs) i also just i love the fact that He's like, and after the wife got killed, he was like, you need to go to the barn and clean up. There's been a mess. He walks in and it's just like a small puddle of blood Mm -hmm. and something written on the wall. And it was clearly filmed during the day and they just blue coated it to make it look nighttime (laughs) because that lantern is giving off zero light. Yeah. Also, you know, he, the, the, one of the bad guys in the, the, you had like, you know, the big Mike guy and you had the, the Eugene and the, and you had the villain and then you had dollar store Norman Reedus. Yeah. <laughs> I, when I first saw him, I was like, God, that looks like Norman Reedus from like I, back in the day. I believe that was Pablo Pascal. Oh. Cause it's clearly not Pedro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sh- his name was oh, his boots. About boots? Yeah. Shiloh yeah. Fernandez. Yeah. It was like dollar store Norman Reedus. That guy, uh, looked like somebody I worked with at one of my old jobs who was, uh, so fucked up at one point. He was, uh, texting somebody on the line on a brioche bun. What? <laughs> well, I will say True he story. probably has, <laughs> other than Cage and then, like, the character actors, because mm-hmm. that dude was also in Evil Dead, the oh, remake, okay. the 2013 remake. Oh, okay. So he's, Fuck, he's good. He was. Yeah. Holy shit. He's not a bad actor. He there, was just given nothing to do. There was also the line at the very beginning of the movie in the flashback sequence where there's this dude just giving this long speech about God or whatever and looks at the kid and was like, do you know where sinners go? Not Wyoming. And I'm like... Wyoming's not heaven. And I like wrote that line down just because I was like, who wrote this down and thought this was like a great idea? I think that was just a name drop of, hey, we're in Wyoming. You should know that. Actually, the movie was shot in Montana. (laughs) No, I'm not talking about where it's shot. I'm talking about where it's supposed to be. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Because the guy's like, you know, we live in heaven. It's Wyoming. Yeah. Which no one has said ever. Um, 
I did write bad. Well, tr- Wyoming, maybe. I, <laughs> I wrote bad true grit in my. I would challenge you uh, there. Notes. <laughs> yeah, bad true grit is not a poor descriptor. Uh, I also wrote the part when he gets back to the house after his wife's been killed. Their entire Marshall gang's just hanging out in their house, like eating food. Oh, I'm sorry. We didn't. We thought she was the only person here. Then get the fuck out of my house. <laughs> yeah, we thought all of you were dead, so we we're just helping ourselves yeah. to your shit. Like, yeah. you guys are just as bad as those dudes. Oh, God, that was another fucking part where, like, that whole, when the, the two marshals were just standing there just, like, bullshitting. It's like, all you needed was just, like, probably a scene of this, like, slow walking out and yeah. just, like, somber music instead of just, like, city slickers, two things. You could have cut out it, all of that. Like, th- there's a good 30 minutes of this movie that could have easily been cut out and nothing would have been lost. Yeah. yeah. Not a damn fucking oh, I mean, just, just think about it. how many Westerns where a similar situation has happened. And many. The, con- <laughs> the confronting thing of, you know, the lawman coming and telling the guy his wife and, and children have been murdered or whatever. Yeah. Consists of you see the lawman with a sad face walking toward him. And there is not even any dialogue. There's like, uh, I can think of at least two where there's just like silhouette profiles of the guy talking to him. And you can see the guy changing from a regular posture to, you know, oh, yeah. uh, a dejected one. And that's it. Yeah, yeah. This, this would have worked so much better if like the Cage and the kid are walking up and then the marshal walks up. And he sighs, and then it cuts to Cage burying the body. Yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Oh. That's so All much easier. So much easier. <laughs> but they had to get that line in. They had yeah. to get that line in where My as God, long as the blah, blah, blah. Yeah, as long as that girl's alive, there's no room in your well, life for revenge. During, that was during the burial. I'm talking about just taking out the three and a half minutes of the marshal going, "How do you know me? Oh my God, you're that famous gunfighter." <laughs> that too. Well, yeah. uh, I'm sorry, we're in your house. Well, why are you here? Yeah, uh, I didn't realize you had settled down and had a family. Yeah, why are you here? <laughs> I didn't realize you uh, you had gone like, f- like. Why are you fucking here? Why are you here? Answer the question. Like, you could have in my house eating fucking, my food. You like, seriously, at least it was like four fucking minutes of this. Yeah. Of just, of just like, he was like, why are you here? Well, I didn't realize you had said, he said that shit like four times. I didn't realize you had a family. Well, yeah, he could have yeah. had a family. <laughs> Am he, I right? Yeah, he could have totally uh, delivered that line. On the yeah. way out. They definitely yeah. could have cut that down and, like, maybe added. And, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm a psychopath or anything. I'm just saying. I thought the transition from when, you know, they they had Cage's wife in the house. Mm-hmm. Because I don't know. It's like, I know he didn't, like, outright say, ha-ha, I'm about to kill you. But, like, you go from, like, that scene, they find out that, oh, Nick Cage a badass. And then next shot, <clears throat> oh, my God, they're cops. Why are y'all eating porridge in my house? Yeah. And then bodies in a sack just getting buried now. <laughs> and I'm just like, and, and again, in certain movies, like, I, I guess, like, shot or edited better, that could be impactful. You don't have to see the death scene for it to be impactful. But this was just just lazy. Yeah. Well, like Shimmy said, no budget, lot, I know, but still. There's so much of tell it to show it yeah. garbage what? and bad if they had filmed less of the unnecessary bullshit, they'd have had a better budget for more things. Yeah. I mean, true. But a lot of the things that we got 
still sucked ass. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is not a good movie by any stretch of the imagination. You could have cut out all of that of the marshal going They even did a double take. Tell the guys that oh we need God. to go. They fucking, the, the scene where he, like, throws the lantern, you can tell, like, when he, he throws the lantern and burns the barn, right? Yeah. You can tell when he goes to the house, he, like, there's a shot of him from behind throwing it, and then you see, like, the flame grow. It's literally the same shot when he burned the barn. Yeah. And I was just like, really? Like. Also, that still cracks me up. Just burn the barn down, burn the house down after he pulled a gun on his daughter. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, yeah. And her that so her weird. response to that just killed me. Like, she's like, mom, mom wouldn't want you doing that. Yeah. Goes back to sleep. Yeah, well, like, that's to establish that she shows no fear, just like her father. Yeah. She doesn't feel things. That is true. It's true. Yeah. Also, I want you all to think about this because this bothered me the whole time. And you know it's true when I say it. This movie only had four horses available. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I believe it. Yeah, I believe every bit of that. Now, I don't know that for sure, but we never see more than four horses at a time. There's yes. four bad guys. There's four marshals. Yeah. Two of them. You and never the marshals see. marshals die. Yeah. You see yeah. You see the four marshals mounted. You see the outlaws mounted. You don't see any you other horses in the, in the cities. There's four horses total. That this movie was able to get. <laughs> also, the uh, distract the Marshall with stupidity of uh, what do you do? Just cry like how? Oh, you God. know how that that guy reacted? Oh, you mean like wham? I was wham. about to fucking say if we glance over literally the best part of this goddamn movie, I am gonna. That is the scream. dumbest fucking Marshall in the world. Oh, I'm just man. being like, what is going on? I oh, mean, so I good. Mean, I mean, come on, that was though. So funny. Oh my on, God, you, that was you, so. Funny. It would have walked in. Uh, walked. That's why it's a half. One and a half instead of just one. If you're walking through the woods and there's like this 10-year-old just standing there just very emotionless saying, going, why? Where? The my baby. My baby. Like, my baby. Where? Where? Like, my baby. So the, the scene is <laughs> they needed another horse. Because they only had four on Because they only had four. Yeah. No, the, the cage and the kid need another horse. So they distract the marshal deputy to get his horse. And to do that, he makes the kid cry because otherwise Cage is going to shoot this fucker in the face. And she's like, mama wouldn't like that. And so he's like, fine, you distract him then. And she goes out to stand in the road because she doesn't know how to cry. She can't cry. Doesn't know how to cry. Never cried before. He's like, you remember when the kid died and the woman cried? Yeah. Why? My baby. Why? Why? Yeah. Good enough. Just, just do, do that. that. <laughs> it would have been, it, it, it would have been just the same if she was just standing there going, I'm a distraction. Help. I'm a distraction. <laughs> I always say that in movies where like, they're like, so we need, we need somebody to do something. You see somebody going running, going, Hey, over here. And I'm like, you should literally just be running going, I'm a distraction. I'm a distraction. Get Oh, fuck, they're over there. <laughs> so this movie was not good. <laughs> That's what we're trying to say. Uh, wait, I have more notes. Hold on. Wow. <laughs> I told no, you. It's a very noteworthy movie. You've put more into this than the writer did, I yeah, think. Yeah, probably. Oh, the uh, when he kills the dude and when he first comes in the town, like he sees him riding. He, oh, he sees the horse go by the window and then he gets like <laughs> stabbed in the back. I, my brain immediately went to Black Dynamite. I threw that shit before I came in the room. <laughs> it's like, I hopped off the horse oh. before I rode up. He, he totally fucking Batman into that goddamn building, didn't he? You should have just watched Black Dynamite. Yeah. 
Oh, <laughs> also, man. I love how they're like, there's only one way into this town, but yet it's open on all sides. Yeah. Yeah, that is a thing. There's only one way into there's this town. One way. <laughs> Shows outside of the town. It's just a field it's all not, around the town. Yeah, it's not, it's not like a fucking castle. There are no walls. There's not a moat. <laughs> yeah. These fuckers obviously have not played Red Dead. I, I also... <laughs> you can go wherever you want yeah. to. I also love how the villain made a banner for him that was above the bar. Paid and in full. It said paid in full. And I'm like, you took time to actually make that before he showed up. Yeah. I have to admire that. And what's funny is I didn't even see that banner because they didn't draw any attention to it. No, no they didn't. It was, it was just there, apparently. It was just there. I missed it. Yeah, I didn't see I, that shit at I, all. I saw it. What they doing the talkie-talkie bit in the street? And I paid in full. Why the fuck is there? Uh, yeah. Uh, because, because the very first scene of the movie... Uh, Nick uh, Nick Cage's character shoot uh, uh, just basically watches as everyone in this town is murdered by the ba- the bad guy's father's gang, and then shoots the gang after he's murdered after they've murdered everybody, including his dad. Uh, well, like, goes goes to the boss guy, takes his money out because you owe me more than this. Goes in the mercantile store, gets the rest of the money he's owed, and says in front of the kid. Now I'm paid in full. And see, like, that irritated me so much as villain motivation because, like, Cage is just hired guard. Like, he's just muscle. Mm-hmm. And then the gang shows up, and he doesn't shoot anybody until they're about to try and start shoot him. Yeah. He's just standing there. And then the main dude who's about to hang, he gets rescued, but his brother's, like, he pulls the shotgun on Cage, and Cage's like, no, bang. Kills yeah. him. And then just, like, the brother who was going to be hanged, it's just like, oh, I'm sad. My brother's dead. And Cage is walking away. And he's like, you killed my brother. And fucking pulls on him. And so Cage shoots him. Yeah. that's That dude's feel like he got a golden ticket. <laughs> like, oh, I've got a noose around my neck. I've got my son. Yeah, my brother's dead. But we knew that was going to happen. Maybe I should just skedaddle. Yeah. Maybe I should realize that this dude was a hired gun. <laughs> no, I'm just going to grab this shotgun and spin around, yell very loudly, and leave myself wide open. Yep. What could go wrong? What a dumbass. Like, if I were that dude's kid, I'd be like, Dad, no. You know what? You know what, Mr. Cage? Um, like, not cool, but fair play. Fair play. Yeah, End uh, of movie. Like, my, like, did well, any, yeah, did anyone here not think that that kid was going to be the main bad guy yeah, in this movie? Yeah, of course movie? he was. I knew it immediately. Of course he was. Fucking but he should be. He should have been like, die. should be like, my dad was an idiot. I'm going to go be a farmer. Credits. <laughs> we solved this movie. Well, like, well, like, like, we've seen this before, baby. We've seen this play like, before, baby. Like, if Cage had walked up and just shot the dude in the back of the head, been like, ah, just making sure all the loose ends are tied up, bang. Sure. He Come was walking off. He was going <laughs> home. And this idiot just like with the noose still around his fucking neck just spins like I'm gonna wildly like, yeah, you killed my bro. Oh, he shot me because I was yelling before I even started to aim. <laughs> uh, that's where I went wrong. <laughs> Maybe we can cut out all the extra stuff so we can get two scenes. One would be a montage sequence of the bad guy making the banner, and two would be the dad in, in like the afterlife running and his brother was like, You fucking idiot. You could have just kept your mouth shut and we would I had this problem. <laughs> all, all I had to do was just, just go home. Just go home. Don't grab the shotgun. Don't scream as you're spinning around with the shotgun. Don't leave yourself wide ass open to the man who just killed four other dudes without breaking a sweat while you're swinging a shotgun and screaming. Yep. <laughs> Like, that dude's kid has no right to be mad at Cage for no. any of this. <laughs> no. Like, seriously, it's not, it's not his fault. 
I was Wait. I was genuinely surprised when he started shooting the guys uh, that were freeing the guy about to get lynched. Yeah, I was genuinely surprised that he didn't just walk inside the building and let all of that happen. Mm-hmm. So, well, I mean, he was hanging around, just waiting. But then they they all started pointing the guns at him. He's like, "Well, got to do something about this." Mm-hmm. <sighs> there was also, <sighs> yeah. There was also the scene I was thinking about that I, I legitimately thought was kind of smart, but also dumb at the same time. Was the uh, after the merchant store in the second town where the little girl does the whole skit and she comes out and they're all just standing there like, hey, we remember you. And it's like, ah. And, like, and then she sees her saddle and I was like, God damn it, could y'all have not a thought to change the fucking saddle on the horse? Yeah, no, as soon as she rode in, I'm like, that saddle's going to be part of the thing. And like, that, that's going to be how they see her. But here, and here's the other thing. They said, like, uh, when they go to Cage's wife's house, they passed Cage and the kid walking to school. Yeah. For We don't see that because they didn't have the horses that day, I guess. <laughs> um, the horse guy hadn't gotten on set yet. We, did, we didn't see that. They just mentioned it. They said, oh, yeah, we saw a wife and uh, we saw a kid and a daughter. <laughs> Cage and your kid. That was him, right? <laughs> yes, he's not coming home. We're going to kill you now. And then later on, she rides into town, and they're just waiting there. It's like, yeah, we saw you before. And you're like, what? When? Okay. All right. When the the thing is thing. with that, the kid whose lifelong journey has been to, to get revenge on Cage's character did not recognize him until he saw the saddle in, in, in the barn. Yeah. And, this is, and later after that, he says several times, I looked into his face, and he looked into mine. And he just rides right past him. I guess the bowler hat was enough to throw him. <laughs> no Superman mustache. glasses. The bowler hat. No stash. No We're stash. missing the stash. No stash. See it. It should have um, been. Another complaint of this movie. It should have been nothing. To just have the scene where the four dudes are riding past Cage and the kid in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And then at the, the second merchant store, have one of them. Like, have the have the dude from Evil Dead who was eyeballing the kid anyway. Like, that kid looks familiar. Just a scene of him looking at the saddle that says... Cage's name, like, huh, boss, eh? but no, no, they, they just tell all these, like, yeah, that's, where'd you get that saddle, kid, that we already saw before, ha, 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 it's just, mm. yeah, it was, it was so dumb, it just, it brings me to another complaint I have, because the, uh, the ads that I did see, like, on the streaming service, had that glorious mustache, mm-hmm. <laughs> that, that Cage shaved off immediately, yeah, <laughs> he had the mustache in one scene. I still like your suggestion of he throws open the case and underneath his wife's blouse is a small case with his mustache in yep. it. That would have been funny. Uh, but the, the last thing that I had on here was at the very end, like, you know, she lays down on his body and she's all upset. How long did she lay in that street for that Marshall showed up? Looked like a good several hours. Yeah, and other people just were just cool with it. Also, she didn't have any blood on her. Yeah. Like, everybody was just cool. Like, the rest of the town was just like, oh, a gunfight happened. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure they, they were just, like, walking over bodies left yeah. and right back then. Oh, there's a little girl this here in normal. the street. We're cool. It's fine. Like, th- this movie <laughs> is so many of the jokes made against Westerns in A Million Ways to Die in the West. That's Being serious. That's a movie. Yeah, like, th- I love that movie because it's... Like, I actually just love that movie. And it makes so many good points. <laughs> of like, wh- why is everyone okay with this? We're all dying. Yeah. And everyone's just fine with it. Uh, so what I'm saying is go watch A Million Ways to Die in the West starring <laughs> Seth MacFarlane, Charlize Theron, and Liam Neeson instead of this. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw that in theaters. I really love that. I love that movie. Like, I don't like Ted. I yeah. like Ted too. 
I don't like American Dad that much. I don't like most of what Seth MacFarlane has done, but I love that movie. That man really wants to make a makes a music wants to make a musical so bad. And you know what? Let him. That's one of my favorite character traits of Seth MacFarlane is his love for both musicals and swing music. The early parts of Family Guy were good, but as as it's grown on, he he hates doing it. But Fox just keeps throwing money at him. Yeah. I get it. He's tried multiple times. <laughs> hey, guys, I'm going to go make something else. Here's some more money. God, God damn it. <laughs> so, I hear good things about the... Uh, the like, Orville? Yeah, that mm-hmm. one. Me too. I need to yeah. catch up on that. I mean, yeah. I know money's good and all, but, you know, you can still say no. Yeah, just go yeah. make a musical. Like, how much more money do you need at this point, I'm honestly? Sure he, yeah. Yeah, he's probably got so much money from Family Guy and American Dad and... Mm-hmm. All the other little tiny shows that he's done, that he could go make the musical he really wants to make. Well, hell, he's got syndication money now. Yeah, yeah. so he's fine. Yeah, he's fine. Let him <laughs> let him direct a season of a. Uh, oh, what was the show that was like just all musicals all the time? Uh, Glee? Glee. Glee. Yes, uh, go let him direct a season of Glee and get it out of his system. Well, that was wasn't really that was taking popular songs and making them into musical songs. That's it's fine. He would make a true gross. musical season. They'd be like, we're going to get all these pop songs. He'd be like, fuck it, I'm writing my own shit. <laughs> but Seth, that's like, I shut up. It worked for the South Park guys. Book of Mormon's great. Yeah, that's what I've heard. I saw it in Birmingham. It was excellent. Hmm. Anyway, go watch A Million Ways to Die in the West. <laughs> yeah. Starring Seth MacFarlane. Pass. It's a bit longer, but it's much more entertaining. Pass on this one. Yeah, yeah. you'll definitely yeah. get more, more joy out of watching it. Oh. Do we have anything else to say about the old way? I got... Dick all else to say about the old way. <laughs> we should be hitting the old way and go home. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, much like the old way being very short for uh, our viewing pleasure, this will be a shorter episode for your listening pleasure. <laughs> Only because we love y'all. Yeah. And because we can't yell for much longer without losing our voices. So <laughs> just to give you a quick idea of what we've got coming up on the schedule. Or as the hockey players on Letterkenny call it, the Skeddy. Next week, we will be watching The Croods. Okay. The animated film. Okay. Uh, which I it's supposed to be pretty good. Probably couldn't be worse than the old way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no. We can only go up, right? The subject yeah. of a very good joke in the, the movie we went and saw in the theaters. Yeah. Uh, after that, January 30th is our off week because, again, we are doing a new schedule where we do three weeks of... Uh, of the show and then an off week just to recharge our batteries. Uh, we may or may not have a fun mini so to put up there. Don't know yet. I'll have to confer with my co-hosts. Mm-hmm. We'll see what we can come up with. If nothing else, go listen to the cheese episode again. I don't know. We <laughs> suffered for that. We suffered so hard for the that. The cheese was terrible. And the, the first appearance of the Cajun Greatness intern. <laughs> yep. Uh, and then we come back on February that uh, should be the 9th, I think. Because my dates on here are the days we record. Uh, we come back in February for Uncaged, the Creed Retrospective. Yeah. <laughs> and I think we're going to have a full house for that be one. Six. <laughs> Is it the 6th? Yes. Okay, February 6th. I can't fucking wait for that. Um, did you look at the schedule I sent you? Or did you look at the actual calendar? I looked at the actual calendar. Okay, thank you. Yes, February 6th. Creed Retrospective. Following that, February 13th, we will watch It Could Happen to You. February 20th, G-Force. What about the hamsters? Okay. Oh, not, not, the, not the old Japanese show, G-Force? Right, not Gotcha Man. 
So we kind of, then we have a week off on the 27th. We come back in March for the first episode of Travolting Development of the Year. Mm. Canon. What will we be? I'm kidding. There's no, yeah, I, you have no idea. I know that. How um, do y'all know? Because usually you don't even have it until like the day before. I mean, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> historically speaking. But, but, well, historically speaking, I have more time now. <laughs> uh, after that will be another episode of Uncaged, which we'll find out what we're doing when we spin the wheel on the Creed show. And then we'll be watching Adaptation. And then last week of March, we're off. And then April 3rd, we come back for Rage. Rage. I don't know what that's about. And then April 10th, we're back with another Uncaged. And then April 17th, the thing I'm most excited for as of right now, that will be our theater experience for Renfield. Ooh. And unlike a lot of our theater experiences, I'm expecting this one to be a fucking empty house, except for like the five of us. Oh, man. Might might surprise you. I mean, I'd love for it to make money. Oh, but we'll so see. Excited. I'm sorry. Have we talked about that trailer yet? I don't think so. I love no. that trailer. No, I'm super <laughs> oh pumped for God. it. Oh my God. I like seeing those first like couple of stills, like, you know, those like leaked um, set photos of Cage. Like I was just like, like, I was like, oh no. I was like, I had some worry. But then like I see the trailer <laughs> and then, you know, I see the lighting they use. I was like, okay, I get why his fucking makeup looks the way it does now. He looks fucking, he looks fucking awesome in this trailer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, yeah. he looks like, like low-key silly but also awesome like Hard, fucking awesome awesome yes yeah you can't judge the behind the scenes photos of costumes and stuff because yeah, it always looks yeah. better and lighting and with uh, oh, unless, yeah, that, that, that unless the trailer it was like him uh, smiling and the band, oh, oh, rad. Uh, unless it was the backstage photos of jonathan majors and quantum mania and you're just gonna go he's gonna murder that man yeah jonathan majors is gonna have a standout year of killing our heroes because <laughs> he's gonna murder creed Yep. Adonis Creed, he's going to kill Ant-Man. He's probably going to kill several Avengers next year. Yeah, he's just like... Ugh. 2023 will be the year of Jonathan Majors. The year of Jonathan Majors. <clears throat> yeah, no, yeah, Ant-Man comes out next month. Yeah, I'm, uh, and Cocaine Bear. I am oh, excited okay. for Cocaine yeah. Bear. <laughs> that, that trailer looked hilarious. Yeah, I'm excited for Cocaine Bear. Yeah. Oh, God. Anyway, that's what we got for this episode. Uh, we'll do the plugs and then... Head on home, but we can't take the horse. There's only one of them, so one of you is going to have to try and stop the marshal by fake crying. Good luck, assholes. <laughs> Damn it, Frank. <laughs> uh, Cannon, where can the people find you? Well, uh, the people can find me at that Cannon guy on Twitter, Instagram, Goodreads, Letterboxd, and TikTok. Frank. Uh, you can find me on Instagram at Postman Franklin. And Are you sure on, that's the right one? Yep, that's the right okay, one. Good. <laughs> uh, and uh, TikTok, uh, Swarly. Yeah. Post some shit from your, <laughs> from your truck. That'd be cool. I should post anything from uh, the post office. That is illegal. I was about to say that that does, yeah. From I was your truck? Sure was like, it's, it's very illegal for me to post anything as I'm on the clock. CGI. Yeah, that is Make like yourself super. look like a, like, a, like a fucking like cactus or something. And just disguise it as a UPS truck. It'll be fine. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> they fucking film TikToks all the time. I see them. Working around new for you, I, fuckers. I work for the federal government. They do not. <laughs> oh. Jeremy. Uh, folks can find me on Instagram at Tunes Cosmic Reality. That's T-U-N-E-S. I work randomly here lately. I've just been... <laughs> taking pictures on Instagram of me yelling at the moon during the daylight. Um, 
Then uh, I also have uh, my Twitch, which is twitch.tv slash backwards zero, where on Tuesday nights I play with my friend Six Hill. We've been playing Rumbleverse, and uh, he bailed out on me early last week, so I wound up playing this game called Nova Drift, which has been, are you okay, Cannon? The fucking no. mic stand just fell over. I'm glad I noticed and caught it. And oh, did. Oh, wow. <laughs> the game's not called Are You Okay, Cannon, because if it was, it'd be kind of strange. But anyway, there's a game I've played called Nova Drift, which is just like, what if Asteroids was a roguelike? Uh, with some pretty... Bitching music. But yeah. As Cannon tries to yeah. fix this thing. You don't have to fucking tell anybody. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to tell everybody what you're doing right See, now. I'm blaming all this on you now. Now he's doing a handstand. I mean, it's, it's just, it's it's good to explain you know, what all the noises are. It's okay. And oh, now it, and it, now he's using telepathy. It is yet, it is yet another uh, visual bit on the non-visual part. Again, nobody needed to know anything. Y'all open y'all's mouths. <laughs> but you're using, y'all are the one who's talking. But you're using telepathy to hold the mic. I'm holding the mic for phone right now because, you know, the equipment, you know, it's old. You know, some of this shit's, you know, a little, a little faulty, a little, a little Stop hulking out. <laughs> but, you know, we're good. You know, you can still hear us, right? Yeah, Fuck y'all. Stop judging fine. us. <laughs> anyway, that's me. And I'm Captain Chimmy. You can find me at Captain Chimmy's Kind of Art, Captain Chimmy's Almost Music, Captain Chimmy's Toy Box. Uh, you can also find me on TikTok at Captain Chimmy. I don't post anything, but I'm there. <clears throat> uh, we also have a Cajun Greatness TikTok. I don't post anything, but we're there. Uh, you can find me here in Tuscaloosa at the Comic Strip, the store that I own where I sell comics and shit. Come by. Say hello. It's fun. Buy something. Buy something off our merch store at tpublic.com slash user slash Cajun Greatness. Help me pay for jujitsu. <laughs> what, what, what if I come by and talk about a story about apples and a shit and a tree next to an outhouse? Get the fuck out. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> and uh, yeah, thank you all for listening. Also, real quick, big news. Thank you to the listener who may have been a bot. It doesn't matter. It still counts out of Egypt. We have now reached six continents. That's right. Cajun Greatness is worldwide thrilled to say it all we need now is to figure out what penguins like so that antarctica will give us a listen as well but yeah look i don't need you and your shit talking penguins they're awful I, shut up they're evil we need to listen. they're trying to take I over the world all seven continents i will this, i will you. not back down i don't this, this mic stand has been slowly crumbling in my hand <laughs> All right, we're going to go ahead and go so we can repair some things. Lots of duct tape, I'm sure. Oh, oh God. It's fine. A lot of wiggle motion. At least no one's here. been electrocuted this time. Penguins are uh, Thank young. you again. Join us next week for the Croods. We'll see you then. Bye-bye. Bye. How absurd. Why couldn't you put the bunny back in the box? How absurd. I'm going to steal the Declaration of Independence.